0: Welcome to the Legendary Leaders Podcast, making legendary leaders with your host, Katrina Jameson, where we focus on business, leadership, and life. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Legendary Leaders. This is episode number four in a mini series of seven focusing on how to take over a new team or rapidly create a new team. Okay? We've talked about introducing yourself, having your team introduce themselves to you, all in an effort to build trust. Yesterday we focused on asking questions to get specific feedback that you need about the business in order to arm yourself with certain amounts of knowledge because today we're going to take that information and create an action plan around it. Okay? So, if you've done all the hard work of mapping out the questions and how you're going to introduce it, introduce those questions, okay? And you are starting to collect that data. Now you need to understand, okay, what am I going to do with all that feedback? And that's what this episode is about. We're going to talk about creating a plan of action from the feedback that your team has given you. So let's take a look at a look at the feedback in the order in which you've probably asked the questions. The first one was what needs to change? Okay, now why in the heck do you need to know what needs to change? Because your team has been doing this work longer than you. Now, I'm, I'm taking you down this path of this question, let me caveat this one, under the assumption that you're taking over a brand new team. Remember yesterday we talked about the fact that you may not ask this question of a team you've just created because they won't be able to answer that right out of the gate. They're just starting. There's nothing that needs to change right now, okay? So go with me on this question, focusing on a team that you're taking over. Again, so the question was, what needs to change? The reason that you're asking that question is you need to understand what they already know needs to be improved. Instead of you spending six months figuring out yourself, let the people who are already doing the work tell you, right? This team is inefficient, or it takes too long to do this process, or customers are dissatisfied whenever this happens, and and, and so this needs to be improved. We have to change the structure of this team, or we have to make adjustments to this process, Boom, they've given you a wealth of knowledge right out of the gate. You don't have to do the research anymore. They've given it to you. Okay? So it saves you time, and what else has it now done? It's now made them feel trusted and heard. And through all of these questions, the reason why you've asked them is not only to gain insight, not only to create a plan of action, but also to ensure that right out of the gate, your team feels heard. They have got to feel that. They have to feel as though you're listening to them as their leader. And you've already accomplished that with this. Boom, you're awesome. Good job. Okay, so that's why you ask that question of what needs to change. Saves you time. You immediately can start focusing in on stuff. And now you know where you want to start focusing your efforts. Okay, but here's the other caveat that you need to think through. Are you going to go and make changes to all of these? You know, these requested changes? No, you're not. Okay. This question provides a two-fold level of insight. Number one, it does call out pieces of the business that's broken and it saves you time. But the other thing that it does is it gives you insight into how your team thinks and what they consider problems that you as a leader are going to have to lead them through. And you're going to have to focus on changing their mindset and gaining adoption for why certain things happen the way that they do in order to move the business forward. So you've learned so much with this question. Things that really do need to change, boom, now you can create a plan of action around it. Things that they think need to change, but really cannot. Maybe there's a a legal or compliance or regulatory piece to why you do things a certain way. So you can't change that, but your role is to educate them and change the mindset around it. Okay? So you've learned those two things in that question. So what do you do? with those results? Well, you've got to put them into several to several buckets, okay? And the buckets are, looks like it does need to be changed, looks like I need to change mindset. Those are the two lists that I would create with the information they share with you, okay? Now, there may be a few more, but usually most things fall within one of those two buckets. Yes needs to change, no needs to change mindset, okay? From there, you're gonna figure out how you're gonna tackle those. and Right. I mean, I recommend the AirSquare framework for that because it's really helping you create a process and a resolution flow to get there. Check out my previous podcast on the AirSquare framework if you want to create and understand a program that helps you move through this. But ultimately, what I will tell you at a high level is that once you have your list created, you're going to have to create and prioritize the list and you're going to have to move through and put resolutions in place for everything on both sides of the list. You've got to resolve the mindset, if it's a mindset issue, and you've got to resolve the actual change uh, of whatever actually has to change. So you've got to resolve the things that need to be changed. The awesome part about it is that because your team gave you this feedback, there's going to be less resistance in them buying into the actual change. So when you go to them and you tell them, hey, here's the feedback that you guys gave me, here's what we're gonna tackle, here's the order because I support you and and I agree that these things need to change, they're gonna be on board and that's awesome because less resistance means faster pace and you wanna achieve some things right out of the gate, okay? So prioritize, create your strategy, create your list and be ready to go back to your team with how you're gonna make these adjustments, okay? Now, how do you handle the mindset piece? I would recommend that you decide how you're going to move through that. I wouldn't go right out of the gate, and I'm advising you, you've got to make your own decision, but I'm advising you not to come right out of the gate and just tackle all of the mindset pieces at once. There's not enough trust there to really follow you down that path. Start with a very fast win of a change that truly does need to happen so they can feel heard, be on board with the change, support you as you make the change. It's a quick win. And everybody can celebrate it. Okay? That's what I would recommend you do with that one. And then you continue to follow that pathway. Once you feel as though you have some trust built up, then you can start tackling some of the mindset pieces. And you're going to understand as a leader when to inject those in. Okay? Now, if you're not sure, that's something that I would recommend that you you get a coach and and you work one-on-one. Because... On this episode, it's hard for me to go through very specific details, so I have to keep it high level. But I would really recommend a coach, or if you have a mastermind group of of like-minded entrepreneurs or business leaders that you partner with, talk through it with them. But you're going to have to have a very specific strategy, and every team and every situation is going to be a little bit different. Okay? All right. So that's the change question. The next piece that we talked about was what needs to stay? Now, a brand new team, they may not be able to answer this question either, right? They're just getting started. But a a team that you're already taking over, they should be able to answer this. What's important to them that needs to stay? Again, why are you asking that question? Well, you're asking it because they need to be heard. You're asking it because there are certain things that probably don't have to change. And what you want to be able to do with this question is go in and say, I heard you about these four overarching things that you guys don't want to change. I want to commit to you that those won't change. Boom, right there, you're their hero. Because you you heard them, and you're not changing it. And they have some peace with that. No one likes a significant amount of change. They feel peace because they've been heard, and and they can sleep well at night knowing those few things are not going to change. All right? The other thing, though, is it allows you to see what they don't feel like should change or can deal with relative to change. And so now you can also create a strategy around how to change their mindset and get them bought into why certain things have to change. But this gives you the insight into understanding how to do that and how to approach it and the language you need to use and when you start tackling those things. Right out of the gate, don't tackle what they think needs to stay but really needs to change. Just put it on your roadmap. Okay? Initial conversation out of this is simply going to be what you are committing to not changing. Now, the thing that you need to be careful of is if you commit to not changing it you can't change it so make sure you can commit to it don't be the leader that commits to four things that aren't going to change and then three months later you have to change them now can that happen if you're not the decision maker over the whole business it can now you can't foresee that that conversation would go along the lines of hey guys i know i committed to these four things not changing the company is actually changing the path in which we're going to go down I have to be very honest with you. I can't hold true to this one anymore because of the pivot that's happened in the company. But I needed you to understand that. It's not because I'm trying to go against my word. It's because the company is going down a different path and we've got to support that path. And in supporting it, we have to make this change. Everyone's going to understand that. But you do need to have that conversation. If one of your four things or however many things you commit to not changing, you end up having to change. Got it? Awesome. Okay. So so there's that one. And then the next thing you ask was, what do they want you to help them with? Now, this is critically important because every person probably has a different something on there. This information is information you're going to use individually on their touch bases. Okay. This is what you're going to use when you work with them one-on-one and you're going to help them through their touch bases solve these individual pieces. Now, If you saw a consistent answer across most of your group, bring that up. Because what you're going to do here, if I haven't already made it clear, is you're going to have a recap meeting with your team after you compile this information. And if there was a common denominator across the team on what you needed to help them with, bring it up in the meeting. If two or more people said they needed your help with that, bring it up. The team needs to hear you commit to helping with it. Okay? And then... The, the last piece I told you to talk about was, um, and ask the questions: what are they proud of right now that their team is accomplishing or working on? And that's something that you need to praise them publicly for. You know, I would highly recommend, if you're creating a slide deck, and I'm not saying you have to, please don't misunderstand that. I'm not a huge fan of slide decks, but sometimes we have to use them. If you're doing a deck to present this information back to your team, create a slide of celebration calling out all the things that everyone's proud of. And then create a cadence and a routine in your leadership process to regularly praise the team for those accomplishments for at least the next three months, okay? Assuming that the project is still continuing forward or the action that they're taking that they're proud of continues forward and it is delivering the results you expect, okay? Don't praise them for something that is inappropriate. That's the caveat. If they're proud of something that's wrong or that goes against policy, or that has integrity issues, then you cannot praise them for that. Do not praise them for that. Go and have a one-on-one conversation to say, hey, I really want to praise you for something. Is it possible that you pick something, an additional something to praise? You don't have to call out necessarily why, unless it's a legal issue or a compliance issue or something that really is risky. And then you do need to bring that to their attention so that it can be fixed. But that's a one-on-one discussion. That's not a group discussion. Okay? Okay. All right, so we walked through why those questions are important. I walked you through how to create your list and prioritize things uh, within each bucket, okay, the answers to each question. Something that you can change or something that that can stay versus mindset changes. Something that that they need your help with that you're going to address one-on-one or something you're going to address on a touch base individually. And then what they're proud of so you can either praise it publicly or you can bring it to their attention that that really isn't something that we can continue and you can have that one-off side conversation, okay? So that's how we're gonna compile the information. So what do we do with it? Well, we're gonna have that team meeting like I've been alluding to. You're gonna pull the team together, and you need to establish the meeting in advance. Maybe you need a week to think through the data. Maybe you just need a few days. Please don't take a month, okay? The reason why you're doing this is so that you can provide some quick wins and continue to build trust with your team. The longer you take to do that, the harder it's going to be to win them over, okay, or maintain trust. So, no more than a week can you take to, to compile these answers and come back to them. And what you're going to do is you're going to present the feedback. Here are the things that, that you guys said that needed to be changed. Here's the order in which we're going to change them. Let's, we're going to tackle this. Here are the things that you said you, that needed to stay the same. I commit to keeping these these X number of things the same. Thank you for that feedback. You know, each of you shared some things that you want me to support you on. Thank you for your candor. Thank you for sharing that with me. I'm 100% here to support you on that. We're going to work on those within our individual touch bases. That's what I'm going to support you on individually. However, these two things were things that more than one or two of you said. So I wanted to talk to them, talk to you about them in a group. And let me walk you through how I'm committed to helping you with those. And so you go through that. And then the last piece is you talk about what they're proud of and you celebrate and you call each of them out. And you thank them for the effort, and you thank them for what they're putting forward, and let them know that you can't wait to continue to celebrate those accomplishments as you move through the next few weeks or months or whatever it is relative to those projects, okay? So that's that's how you do that presentation. That's how you have that discussion, and that's how you have um, action out of that information. My window's just rattled if you heard any background noise. We've got a storm happening here, and we have a little thunder and a little... A little lightning happening, so it, it just rattled the window. So if you hear that, I apologize. Um, anyway, that's what I want you to do with those, those questions. That's what I want you to do with the answers to those questions, rather. Building trust. Quick wins for you. Quick actions you can take as a leader. Building trust. Building camaraderie. Finding your way. It'll take you less time to get up to speed. You're already starting to gain traction with your team. This allows you, again, quick wins. And that's what we're about as leaders. We always feel like we, we've we got to prove ourselves a little bit. This is going to help you start right out of the gate proving yourself while also building trust and getting the team aligned and following you down the pathway. All right? So I know I shared a lot. That was really fast. Go back and listen to this episode as many times as you need to to, to really digest and think about how you are going to take the answers Turn it into an action, a plan of action that's prioritized and has timelines and milestones around it. You're not going to share all of that with your team, but that's for you to then go and work through with your team over probably the next three to six months, okay? It just depends on what they shared with you. And you're going to start moving through that to get the quick wins and, again, again, gain trust amongst the team, all right? So think through that, create your plan, listen to this as many times as you need to, Um, Tomorrow I'm going to be back and I'm going to be talking about, um, you know, probably going to be talking about talent and assessing the talent on your team. That's what you're going to be able to do once you start getting them moving down, you know, the same path. This, what you've done today is to have the team start all rowing in the same direction. Okay, that's what you've given them today with the presentation that you've done based on the answers they've given you. Now that they start rowing in the same direction, you're going to start to be able to assess the talent you have on your team. And so that's what we're going to focus on for the next few episodes after this. All right? So, appreciate you listening as always. Digest this. I know it's a lot, but you've got it. Probably a lot of this is just a refresher for you, no doubt. Go and be legendary.